When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Fritz Frivolous with continuous live coverage of the corner of Curious Lane and Just Because Boulevard, the epicenter of the alien invasion. And this just in, King Kong is fighting the mobile suit Gundam. And of course, all of this is happening amidst World War IV, making it pure pandemonium. If only Captain Planet was still alive to save us all. Dude, could you imagine? Did you ever have a memory that you felt like wasn't yours? Or a feeling that you knew someone, but you know you've never met them before? Or perhaps you recognize a place, but it seems so long ago since you've been there that you could not have possibly ever traveled there. These may be signs that you've been reincarnated. Some believe that after you die, you can come back, but as someone or something else. What if you could be reincarnated? What would you like to be when you return to the land of the living? Let us join our two soul travelers, Will and Tom, as they attempt to answer this question, or die trying. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Tom Case. And I'm Will Stirk. Will, this one is kind of a little heavy-handed, because... I know a lot of people actually do believe in this or they would like to have this happen. Hmm. And the question is, what if you can be reincarnated? Okay, what if I could be? So I get to choose not to be. What are your parameters? Yeah, actually actually that is one of that is one of the parameters. So the parameters are you die. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> you awaken in a void as uh-huh. you hear a voice tell you Choose your form before entering back to the living. Okay. You can choose anything living or you can choose any living creature that has ever existed. However, if you choose, let's say, a creature that was extinct in your time or whatever, you will come back to live in the time when that creature was not extinct. You're right. Okay. So time is not linear in this case. No, it's not. Yeah. Uh, You will not remember any of this when you return, though. You you won't remember any of, like, waking up in the void, hearing this voice tell you to choose your form before going back to the living. Once you do that and you return to the living, you won't remember any of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can choose to remain dead. Excuse me. What does that entail? So if you remain dead... Uh, you will exist in this floating void forever, but you will have the access to all knowledge that there is of anything. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> That's it? Just knowledge? That's it. I mean, knowledge is great, but... <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would be like you'd have the knowledge of the universe. Sure. But you would... You're not alive, well, so you're okay, just going on. to be like... If I have the knowledge of the universe, what's the point of living in, in, in all these forms? You know what I mean? Like, I already know... Like, what well, it is no. oh, to exist okay. in these forms, you know what I mean? You won't have that knowledge. That what? Least, well, okay. Let's just say, let's just say you, you won't have the experiences, though. You wouldn't know what that experience is. Right, like. but if I have no, all knowledge in the universe, I could theoretically build, build myself, like, a virtual, like, reality in which I can experience whatever I want. No. 
<laughs> Why not? No, because it doesn't work that way, Will. Okay, fine. Uh, he said no, I was it's all like, knowledge like, in the it, universe. It's like you, you like you would have the knowledge of like, oh, if I went back as a butterfly, yeah, I know I can fly, and I would start off as a caterpillar, or whatever. That's you know what I mean? Whatever. Not very it is. deep. You know? Yeah, it's not. But that's like. But you wouldn't know the experience of living that life. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. Let's um, get back to the the objective. <laughs> It's to see if you would if you would be reincarnated okay. and what would you choose. I, I have more questions. <laughs> okay, like, go um ahead. when I uh come to the world of the dead, mm-hmm. uh do I remember all my past lives or just the my, my latest one? No, you don't you don't remember anything once you're reincarnated. No, no, no. Like, what I'm saying oh, when I when I die. When I die Oh when you die Do I remember all my various lives? Yes. Okay, well, that's okay. So I am collecting experiences. You, yeah. So you, there is a theoretical purpose to this. Otherwise, I, I was about to say, what's what's the fucking point? Mm-hmm. Um, my next question is: Am I restricted to um, biological life? Number one: Am I restricted to biological life? And let's start there. Yes. Okay. Number two: mm-hmm. Am I restricted to biological life on this planet? On Earth? Yes. I'm going to say yes. Okay. Yeah. Just because of the fact that I think that would be very hard to explain. Like, if you're going to say, well, I'm going to be this alien, well, oh, I guess alien to Earth, right. like creature from this other planet or whatever, sure. like, yeah. none of us can kind of, I mean, I, you know, like, I know. Uh, well, I don't get to see my options like a catalog. Yeah, actually, yeah, you do. You oh. you would be able to see any living creature, any creature that has lived or is living. So what makes aliens? Why Why can't aliens be part of this? On Earth. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, that's anyway. the parameter on Earth. <laughs> All right. And I do get to carry the experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, no, do I get to choose? I, I don't get specifics, right? So I can't be like, I want to be that specific dog and live that dog's life. No. Okay. Yeah. It's just, I want to take the form of a golden retriever. And then, and then, you'll- not that I, I'm not going to choose a dog. I don't want to be a dog. I'm just, <laughs> dog was the first thing to come in my head. Yeah. Um, Living sucks, doesn't it? Because I'm like, no matter what I choose here, it's, like there's really good chances that I die a violent, horrible death and or have a life full of anxiety and fear. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Even if you do choose dog, you might end up like an abused dog or yeah. a dog. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, a dog that starves to death, a stray dog. So that's stuff to me. So I guess I have to ask myself the question of like, what do I want to get out of this? I and mean, I guess it is experiences outside of the human one. Um, dolphin. I think I'm going with dolphin. Oh, you go with dolphin. I think I'm starting with. I mean, I get to do this m- multiple yeah, times. Yeah, because right? once you're a dolphin, and then you. you yeah, know. I. So dolphin's probably one of, one of the ones I definitely want to do. I, and I, or elephant. Yeah, I do want to say though that there is because like on some of these Fritz mm-hmm. facts that I found for for uh, the belief of reincarnation, mm-hmm. like um, there's certain things that are tied into it. Like actually, what you said about um, like when you die, can you recall all your past lives? One of them here says that. There is a good reason why we rarely recall past lives, but this is if you're living. This is like if you went back. You know what I mean? Like when uh, you're dead, yes, you could remember. You know what I mean? According to what belief is this? Um, what belief system? Reincarnation, I guess. Like with, I think this with Hinduism. Was, yeah, I think this was uh, through a reincarnation through the belief of Hinduism. Okay. Yeah. And you know, like, so it says, like, this is because if we could see our present life in the context of succession of lives. This this is where I think it would get it would get kind of weird of if you would even choose to be reincarnated is because when you die, I said, like, you can see all the other lives that you have lived. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's because let's say you've already done this. OK. You know, yeah. Whatever. How many times. Mm-hmm. But it says, uh, you know, 
the good reason that why we rarely recall past lives is because if we could see our present life in the context of a succession of lives, we would be far less involved in the current life. Our experiences mm. would be less vivid and our longing for the peace and joy that exists between lives would mean that we could hardly wait to escape. However, our souls learn and progress. Past lives may be easier to recall and we may exist in the present life with greater acceptance, realizing there is a purpose. Because they're saying that the more you do it, your soul actually can, I guess, gain levels, if that's how you want to call it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it can gain, like, right. like you no, know, like I, they say, like, to I, attain enlightenment. And all right. That stuff, that's you know? the goal, right? Attain enlightenment <clears throat> yeah. so you don't have to reincarnate anymore. Um, and then... I don't know. I don't like that reasoning just because if I, if I did know, and if I did remember my past lives, uh-huh. like, I would probably be way more patient and take my time and like thoroughly enjoy things because I know like the ride is long. I get multiples of these. So mm-hmm. this life, I'm going to focus on this, 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 and this because last life I, fo- I focused on A, B, C, and D. And next life, I'm, I'd be planning life. You know me. I plan months ahead of time. You know I'm planning <laughs> oh, lives. Man, I just, I'm like, I, oh man, my next life, I'm going <laughs> to do this. And then like by the time I end that life, I'll have mastered mm-hmm. this. I'm going to like aim for like three lives from now. I'll be do- doing this. Like that'll be me. <laughs> I never thought of you just brought up something I never even entered my mind. You're right. You would be sitting there after life in, in your afterlife, whatever you want to call it, before you go back to the living. Yeah. You know, I would have checklists ready for my next life. Uh, you go, boom. You live your life. You die, boom. Come back. Okay, let me check that off. Exactly. Well, That's exactly what one? I would yeah. do because I would want to gather all the experiences, <clears throat> learn all the things. Um, I'm probably gonna pick human. I'm gonna pick human. Like, I know I said dolphin, but like, if I, if I'm not forced to pick something that isn't human and I can't leave the planet, mm-hmm. I mean, I won't always pick human, but I think most of the time I'm going to pick human. That might be my limited capability of seeing beyond the human experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I feel like this, I feel like the same way, except mine obviously was going to come out of curiosity. Like, if I've already been a human, mm-hmm. I think I would try everything else that's not human. You know what I mean? Would you be a spider Before Tom? coming in? I would. <laughs> I would because I would, I would, I want to know how it, how it feels to be feared. <laughs> no, just like, <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, spiders have a high anxiety. I don't know if they have high anxiety, but I think they live <laughs> in a state of instinctual fear a lot of the time because they're so small. Yeah, that's like true. you have to be fearful of everything because everything can step on you. Mm-hmm. Um, Not the spiders I come across; they seem to scare me more than, than I scare <laughs> well, them. I don't think no, they're don't, they're aware of I that. Know they <laughs> um, but if I, I, hope I not. The, the, I guess you could say the animals I would be most interested in experiencing their experience would be dolphins, elephants, um, things that live in like other elements that we. Don't yeah, know. but they're also like uh, highly intelligent, but like in a different way. Like, you know, they're highly intelligent. Oh, yeah. I see they don't have the like same them. brains as us. So what does highly intelligent mean in the context of being a dolphin, mm-hmm. in the context of being an elephant? Like, what are some of the differences? In what ways are maybe these creatures more intelligent than us? And in what ways are they not? You know what I mean? Um, trying to think what, what else might interest me. Um, a flight would be cool. So definitely a like, bird of prey of some sort would be yeah. pretty dope. Um I was I was thinking like a cephalopod, like some like an octopus or something like that. You know what I mean? I don't know. Octo- octopuses have it rough, man. You know they have very limited lifespans and they're very intelligent. 
then you'll just come back quicker. And yeah, I guess get a so. If you're looking your like that, there's a documentary <laughs> would, on Netflix called. Uh, is it my my octopus teacher? Yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, that is an awesome documentary. Yeah, it is. It's awesome, oh, and yeah, that's why I'm surprised that. you would choose octopus after seeing that yeah. documentary. Yeah. I mean, true. The the thing about like I guess now that I think about this question, it it so you wouldn't know this when you come back, mm-hmm. but in between your whatever you want to call it again, like your mm-hmm. afterlife or whatever, you know. Everything is going to have some, I mean, some more than others, definitely. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, if, if you're going to probably have that checklist, you're going to have to go through some of those. Yeah. There's going to be know. drawbacks and like, yeah, suffering is part of life for sure. And I'm just, yeah. Well, I was going to say, and too, that's another one of the facts that come up here was like, uh, like how karma mm-hmm. operates. You know what I mean? Like some. Yeah. I mean, if we're, mm-hmm. yeah, if we, if you're, we're going with that belief, I thought, yeah. yeah, we're just operating with three incarnation. Just, I'm trying to be pregnant, about it. I think one thing I would try and aim to do is I know you said we can't be too specific, but if I could be a little more specific, like it would be cool to like, um, choose to be born in different cultures in different time periods oh, and like carry that, those experiences yeah. into the afterlife. That would be really fun to me because anthropology in general and just culture studies in general have always like fascinated me. So that would be really cool to try and like, you know, just, just see what, it, you know, see what it's all like, you know, that, see what other people's lives are like. Yeah. That is, that is very interesting. And, I, and I'm having this like weird, hard time to wrap around that. Like, it's just so funny that when you're like, let's say, you know, now you want to be, I don't know, like, uh, I don't know, a woman that was born in, iceland in the 1500s or whatever you yeah, know what i mean sure. like and but like you don't know that then you're just living that life like the only time you're going to be able to get that satisfaction of mm-hmm. like oh cool now i know what it was like to back then mm-hmm. was is after you die yeah the, you know? the insights that you would carry from that and the experiences mm-hmm. you would carry from that but i mean if you're constantly being reincarnated like every time you reach that point, you realize, oh no, this is the real life, mm-hmm. and you know I'm gathering these experiences, but eventually I will settle here with all these experiences. So like, it, it it's worth it's worth the exploration, I suppose. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. And they also say too um, that I think it's um, they there actually is like a uh, there's a a certain amount of times that you get reincarnated. Uh, so like, you know, because every time that you're supposed to be reincarnated, you're supposed to, you're supposed to try to like evolve your soul. Like you're supposed to try to attain in life. Oh, so you, like, you have a checklist someone else has given you. This sucks. I yeah, hate. I know. Well, no, no, no. That's not my parameters, but I'm just, yeah, no, up, I like, understand. Yeah. yeah. So like, that's, you know, like, I guess you couldn't do that. Like if the way that we're looking at it, like you couldn't do that where you're like, well, no, let me go see. Cause then after a while, you know, you're, uh, I forget the term, but it's like, uh, it's when your soul is like reaches, um, freedom, I think they call it or something like that, where you don't have to go back and be reincarnated. And, um, there's also too, like a lot of people say anyone who has, um, unfinished like business or wishes that they, that they wanted to get done in their life. Like, well, now you're stuck as you're going to be reincarnated back almost just like you are to finish those. You know what I mean? You, even though you don't remember what they are, you, I guess you would hope that you would somehow finish these. You know what I mean? <laughs> I always thought that was definitely, I mean, yeah, it's I'm trying to think of an example. Yeah. Like the facts that I got these from, you know, they're, they weren't complete. I mean, they're facts. not facts. Let's yeah. They're not like facts. Oh yeah. The, Fritz facts. Sure. Fritz facts aren't, Fact facts, you know. Okay, gotcha. 
but yeah, like it's just I I find it like you know very that would be very I don't know it just seems very difficult you know if that were to happen like you couldn't you couldn't remember what you did in the past life mm-hmm. even though they say hypnotherapy can often uh, enable regression for past lives. Uh-huh. Um, who knows if that's true? Or not. It, no, it's not. Yeah. It's not true, Tom. <laughs> you never know, Will. It could <laughs> definitely be true. It was on the internet. <laughs> okay. Um, what about you? What would you want to come back as? Well, you know, I think the first thing I would want to come back as, um, let's say this is my first time. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't already been doing this. Mm-hmm. So, the first thing I would come back again as a human, but as female. Mm-hmm. And then um, I would probably, the, the next time after that, um, I, I love, my favorite animal is the bear. And I would always want to experience that life. What kind of bear? You know what I mean? Probably like a Kodiak mm-hmm. or maybe even like, I, I'm hesitant to say polar bear mm-hmm. because I feel like depending on when I'm reincarnated back to, right. you know what I mean? Like their environment's getting pretty scarce. Yeah. Like it's getting really bad for Without them. a doubt. Yeah. But I would, I would run the gamut. Like, you know what I mean? I uh-huh. would see what, like, you know, even insects, like, oh, what is it like to be this small, you know what I mean? Like, probably die in two days, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what is it, a fruit I would, fly? Has I like would a- probably avoid all those just because, like, I don't know, the, the, the idea of an existence both that short and desperate and also, like, those animals don't so much think or reason as they're almost little machines that run off programming, right? They're, except for their programming is their instincts. Mm. They're just completely instinct run. It's like, I have no desire to put myself in a vessel where I'm basically have zero control over my own actions. Yeah. Like I just have no interest in that whatsoever. So it's like, if it's not a creature of a certain level of intelligence, I just have no interest in, in oh, having really? their experience. Yeah. That would be weird. But that's yeah, a me that's thing. It. That's a me thing. I like being in control of my own faculties. <laughs> and then too, like, you know, I, I would, it, it, it kind of, I feel like, I feel like it's lacking. It's, it's, uh, appeal to me when you can't like too bad you couldn't go back when you do go back and you remember you know what i mean like all the, the past stuff that you've right. done. well i mean there are your parameters man i don't know no, i'm <laughs> but i'm talking about in in the like in the context in, of in hinduism the context of Hindu, yeah you know i really don't know enough about hinduism to yeah say much they they do say here again i don't you know it's not true but like they do say how they have uh quote-unquote evidence right for people who've been reincarnated mm-hmm. because like they've talked to you know, certain, uh, there's like a small, there's like a young child who started talking about remembering his past life mm-hmm. and remembering that he was some, I, I don't remember what it was, but it was like an older guy, he remembers the name. He remembers that he had a family and a wife and where the person lives. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, they say they go there and the person's dead, but they found the wife, you know right. what I mean? And the children are older now. And mm-hmm. it's like, how would this kid know about this family unless he truly was reincarnated into this child? Right. You know, but who knows? You know, those are stories. I don't know if they're stories or if they're actually happened, if they're documented. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I would imagine though that like even, uh, because no system in in life is perfect. If the system was like, oh yeah, you're not supposed to remember. There's going to be ones that slip through the crack. There's going to be those those people who do end up remembering. Like, yeah, like those that like, they. Oops, that, we forgot to deprogram them. That yeah. people call like he's the one. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It's exactly it. It's the anomaly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think if definitely if I can be reincarnated, I would run the gamut. I would literally pick everything I can pick. Just to experience that and have that, you know, that like knowledge once I'm in 
this afterlife void. I would definitely spend an inordinate amount of time bitching to whoever's in charge why I can't go to other planets. <laughs> That's definitely, I'm definitely going to do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but dude, could you imagine? Breaking news. A new study suggests leaving an iTunes review is very important for newly created podcasts. So to nurture your new favorite podcast, make sure to leave an iTunes review. This has been Fritz Frivolous reminding you to like, comment, and subscribe. Will and Tom, back to you. It's time! A Marvel vs. DC heavyweight bout in the magical division. Introducing first, fighting out of the DC corner, he stands at 6'2", weighing in at 197 pounds. He is a master of magic, including spellcasting, telekinesis, telepathy, and teleportation. He is Dr. Fate. And fighting out of the Marvel corner, Standing at six foot seven and weighing in at 415 pounds with full armor. He is a master of dark mysticism and sorcery, including mind transference and technopathy. He possesses a genius level intellect and diplomatic immunity. Dr. Doom! Now we return ringside with Will and Tom. And we're back. Indeed. Will, I kind of think you may like this question. Okay. I mean, I like most of the questions. So. It, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I hope you do. <laughs> like, good, Tom. I, I fucking hated the like, last 10. Yeah. Jeez, give me something I like. <laughs> so, this question is going to come right out. Dr. Doom. Okay. Versus Dr. Fate. See, I don't know enough about Dr. Fate to really be well, like, versed in this. I will tell you the things about Dr. Fate. Okay. Um, yeah, obviously, I'll, I'm going to give the tale of the tape on both of these yeah. characters. All I know is like the helmet. The helmet is like possessed with a spirit, right? So like, I, yeah, I yeah. believe I believe that it's it's. Um, well, you'll you'll see. The, mm-hmm. the parameters are: while Doctor Fate was trying to save his world, mm-hmm. and while Doctor Doom was trying to take over ours, <laughs> they both happened to open a portal that led to the same void dimension. Mm-hmm. Each believing the other was the cause of their respective problems. They fight each other. Okay. The, the objective is to see who would win. Who do you think would win? How and why? I need Dr. Fate's power sets. Yeah. So give me those. So Dr. Fate is published by DC Comics. Mm-hmm. And his first appearance was uh, from More Fun Comics number 55 in 1940. He was created by Inza Kent. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. I-N-Z-A. Inza? Yeah, Inza. Sure. Yeah. Dr. Fate. Is a has a mastery of magic, spell casting. He has superhuman strength, mm-hmm. telekinesis, mm-hmm. telepathy, mm-hmm. pyrokinesis, teleportation. Uh, I'm sorry, excuse me. Teleportation, healing factor, astral projection, clairvoyance, energy negation, illusion casting, <laughs> and here's the kicker at the end: immortality. But what does immortality mean? He just doesn't age. Uh, I believe it's that he. Uh, like he, I don't think he can be killed because in watch. I'll let me let me read this part right here. Okay. So Doctor Fate possesses various powers due to Nabu's training, such as spell casting, flight, superhuman strength, invuler- invulnerability, telekinesis, telepathy, pyrokinesis, lightning manipulation, teleportation, healing factor, force fields, ice manipulate, uh, ice manipulation, and immateriality. 
and the ability to travel between parallel Earths. However, fate is unable to counteract spells that have already been cast and are in effect, but is able to cancel elemental spells cast by weaker magicians. Fate is also weak to gas attacks and a lack of oxygen, and can also be overpowered and knocked unconscious. Fate's magical manifests in the shape of Egyptian hieroglyphs such as an Ankh, uh, which is like a... I know what an Ankh is. Okay, just in case if any of our listeners don't know what an Ankh is, it's like the cross with the loop on the top portion of it. Fate's powers have been described as the true conversion of energy into matter and matter into energy. You know where the Ankh symbol comes from, right? Um, Egypt? Well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Ankh symbol, it's supposed to it, it's supposed to be a symbol. It's the straps on a sandal. That's why it's called Ankh on, on your ankle. Oh. I think they're, they're related, yeah. The oh, loop goes around the ankle and then the, the straps, you know, the toes and the sides. Oh, that would yeah. make sense. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it's mm. from. Um, okay. Well, Doctor Doom is the second most powerful sorcerer in the world and the second um, smartest person in the world um, in the Marvel Universe. Do they know who each other are in this case? Do no, they know each they, other's power sets? It, no. And in the parameters, they just – they when they both enter this void mm-hmm. pro- portal or whatever, or dimension, they they just assume that – the other was the cause of the other's failures. You know what I mean? Like the problems that the other, right. like Dr. Fate believed that uh, when he was trying to save our world, he, he's like, Oh, this is Dr. Doom, whatever. Mm-hmm. This is the person that was like trying to, you know, destroy it or whatever. And Dr. Doom, who was trying to take over our world was failing, but believes that it was because I, of this person, Dr. Fate. Another pro- problem I have with this is I don't know Dr. Fate's intelligence level. You know what? I, it, it does say that that he puts like he's highly intelligent, but I don't think he's like like the the intellectual like prowess of Doctor Doom. Because my thing know? here is like, okay, so Doctor Fate attacks Doctor Doom with some I don't know elemental spells, whatever. Like Doctor Doom has anti magic protocols like built into his suit, and mm-hmm. plus knows counter spells himself. But I can't like depending on Doctor Fate's intelligence level, it would seem to me like the longer the two fight the more disadvantaged Dr. Fate's at because as Dr. Doom slowly like eliminates um, lines of attack, it's like, okay, trial and error. This doesn't work. This doesn't work. This doesn't work. This will probably work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, does Dr. Doom have access to his doom bots? Can he call in his army? So like, that's what I was going to say. That That is listed as like one of his, uh, yeah. his powers. In fact, <laughs> on here, one of his abilities <laughs> has uh, your favorite word. <laughs> He has mind transference and technopathy. Oh my god! <laughs> I knew you would love that. Uh, so, you know, let's let's uh, list the Doctor Doom, publisher from Marvel Comics. First appearance in the Fantastic Four number five in 1962, created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Mm-hmm. Um, alter ego Victor Von Doom, and his abilities. He has. See, this is actually listed for Doctor Doom. It, mm-hmm. it wasn't for. Dr. Fate. Okay. Um, genius level intellect. Mastery of dark mysticism and sorcery. Mind transference and technopathy. Expert hand-to-hand combatant and swordsman. Yep. But his armor also works for him too. So like, he has those stuff without his armor. Right. right? Yeah. But his armor grants him superhuman strength and durability. His gauntlets have lasers and force blasts. Uh, Flights via uh, rocket boots. Mm. Uh, he has force field generation because of his suit. He has various high-tech weapons and gadgets. 
Um, <laughs> the, one of his abilities is also listed as diplomatic immunity. <laughs> which he does which have. I, yeah. Um, which like, you know, so Dr. Doom, what I love about Dr. Doom is he's like a mixture of all the best heroes, like mm-hmm. power set wise. So like he's the mind of Reed Richards with the sorcery of Dr. Strange, the suit of Tony Stark and the diplomatic immunity, immunity of uh, Black Panther. Um, you know, he, he, he has that, that, that kingliness, that royalty. He's got an army just like Black Panther does because yeah. they're both fucking kings. Yeah, if he if he has access to like everything in his arsenal, then I don't think Doctor Fate stands a chance. He's yeah. smarter. He's got more people on his side. He's got maybe not more abilities, but his abilities have like a wider like a wider range, right? So mm-hmm. Doctor Fate is all magic. Well, like Doctor Doom can punch you in the fucking face real good and stab you with a yeah. sword real good. Like if he if if it comes to that, like mm-hmm. he's got a lot more going for him. Yeah, I do feel like the, the, also to one edge, you know, when you, when you think about both of these characters, maybe not so much Dr. Doom, but Dr. Fate, you're thinking about magic. Yeah. And when I think about Dr. Doom, I also think about magic. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, it even says that Dr. Doom cannot counteract spells that have already been casted. Dr. Doom or Dr. Fate? I, I'm sorry, Dr. Dr. Fate, Fate yeah. cannot counteract spells that have already been casted. Yeah. And I feel like Dr. Doom can. I mean, it doesn't actually say that, but, Maybe not counteract, but at least, uh, you know, protect himself from it or something. You know what I mean? Like, like, well, with Dr. Fate, I think what they're trying to say is like, he can't, like, Dr. Fate can't stop, just stop whatever spell's happening. He could probably deflect it with a shield, Mm, but he can't, like, cut it off at its source because it's already begun. Yeah. I don't know. It's an odd thing to be specific about. I'm sure there's a reason for it. But I'm not a Dr. Fate fan, so I don't know. know. (laughs) You know what? This, this is one of those episodes I, you know, for everyone listening, if you do know anything or do know a lot about Dr. Fate, please leave a comment. Mm -hmm. You know, let us know if maybe we're not, cause like I don't have a lot of uh, knowledge on Dr. Fate either. I did like, you know, I do know about him. Mm -hmm. I I did like the way he looks and stuff. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Yeah, You know, if it was Dr. Doom versus Dr. Fate, you know, I really think it was, it's going to go well, Dr. I Doom's favor. I wouldn't put it past Doom to just talk himself out of the situation. The dude's got charisma mm-hmm. through the fucking roof. Like, like he, he's not all, like, he is always domineering, but he, he can be very, um, diplomatic. Like, he's used his diplomacy to, uh, get very close to taking over the world before. So, like, yeah. like, he, like, I don't know the reasons that Dr. Doom has come to the conclusion that Dr. Fate is the source of his problems, but like, You've kind of the way you set it up is they're not really the source of each other's problems. Yeah, so they're not. I would I would not be surprised if Doctor Doom figures that out and then talks extricates himself. Oh, really? Like without yeah. without without getting into like an altercation? Like, no, there, there there will probably be an altercation, but I could see him being realizing that like the fight's not worth it and this isn't like his problem anyways. So he talks his way out of it. And Doctor Fate, I think, is a good guy, right? Doctor, yeah, Doctor Fate is definitely so like Doctor Fate's probably going to not partake in a fight that he doesn't need to especially if doom convinces them that they're not each other's problems in the first place yeah so you know and i know um by the way dr doom i think is will's favorite character yes my favorite marvel character um my favorite villain of all time yeah and i know you know a lot about him Mm -hmm. and when you mention the fact of him you know because he is very charismatic Mm -hmm. and might possibly be able to talk himself out of this situation but that reminds me too because like and you, you were the one who actually told me about this, which was, uh, didn't his mom or didn't Mephisto, which is Marvel's the devil, yeah. right? Yeah. He took Doctor Doom's mother's soul, yes. right? Yes. And when he went back, 
he didn't technically just fight Mephisto. Didn't he have to like? Didn't he come up with? Um, oh man, my my memory's rusty. But yeah, I do know that there was a, there was like a, a battle of words, like a battle right? of wits like between was, the two. Yeah, but yeah, I think for years Doctor Doom was going to hell to try and free his mom. What was his mom's name? Um, Valeria. Uh, he's trying to save her multiple times, and he kept failing. I do think eventually he does. He does succeed, but in a limited fashion. I don't remember. Uh, I do remember that he he delivers Reed Richards' second child. Oh, uh, I remember their you daughter about that too. And because of the circumstances where like Doom was the only person who could deliver this child, yeah, um, leave it to Marvel Comics. Uh, Doom agreed to do it, but only if he got to name the kid. And he named uh, Reed's daughter after his own mother, Valeria. And wasn't there another stipulation? Like, didn't he have to be his her godfather? Yeah, or yeah, like he's that? her, like he's her godfather. Yeah, and she she visits Doctor Doom, I think, every summer or something like that. Yeah, and it's adorable, and I love it. Um, but anyways, we're not talking about that. Um, I, I just I hate that I don't know enough about Doctor Fate to really like go to bat for him. Yeah, but if if at if at all though, but let's 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 look at it on the other side. Let's say Doctor Fate does get the upper hand, mm-hmm. right? I mean, Doctor and- Strange is beating Doctor Doom, so I can see Doctor Fate doing it. Yeah, like, Doctor Fate is like DC's equivalent, right? So like a Sorcer- Sorcerer Supreme, except for like which I- even Doctor Doom was at one point. I yes. believe, right? Yes, yeah. Doctor Doom's been Sorcerer Supreme. Doctor um, Strange even admits to that fact, right? Yeah. I I just like in my experience, I've never seen Fate equated to Doctor Strange in like power level. Just yeah. in like they're both the like the prominent super powerful wizard of their mm-hmm. universe, but like Doctor Strange is like a world ender level of power. I don't know if Doctor Fate is or not. You know what? I'm hoping they're gonna bring this up uh, yeah, because in the upcoming um, oh man, which which film is it? There's there's an upcoming DC film that's gonna come out, and mm-hmm. I think it's Pierce Brosnan is casted as Doctor Fate. That's interesting. So I'm I'm hoping they're gonna explain a little bit more. Maybe we get to. I'm see I'm sure that. they will. Yeah. Um, I know one thing, uh, and I can't remember who says it on here, but they say, uh, you know, if like I was saying, if Doctor Fate is the one who gets the upper hand. I feel like the only reason he does win, though, is because is, it's a Doom is, bot. It's not Doctor Doom. Well, not only no, not even only that. Yeah. The, I, I see the only way Doctor Doom losing is because of his own fault. Because I feel like I feel like he's so prideful, prideful yeah. that he's not going to. He's going to underestimate him. He's going to underestimate him, and he's going to like not think that that he's ever going to lose. You know what I mean? He's not going to ever think that he, you know like. What's going on? Or mistakes are going to be made by himself, but yeah. he may do that. You know yeah, what I mean? like I could see that. Yeah, if the, if he were to lose, that, that is probably one of the more likely ways. It might have been Sue universe. Storm that said that, if I remember right, because mm. uh, because I think it was a uh, Reed Richards. Because you know, certain things, you know, obviously Reed Richards and Doctor Doom compete. You know mm. what I mean? Like they're both very you know high intellect, genius intellect, mm. and like even I think there was one point where. Um, even uh, Reed Richards was able to bring the thing back into his human form, but he couldn't sustain it. But mm-hmm. Dr. Doom could. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was like an accomplishment that like, oh, look, you couldn't do that, but I could. Right, right. <laughs> but I think it, it might have been her that said, you know, he would be very – he could accomplish a lot if he just he, – if he just didn't – if he wasn't so full of himself, right? Exactly. You know what I mean, yeah. his pride is what makes him fall. It's, it's all. It's always what makes him fall. It's yeah. like Doctor Doom's biggest thing is like he is his own worst enemy in that way. Yeah. So I see if 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 it is going to go the other way, I that's the only way I could see that happening. I mean, I see like Doctor Fate 
you know, most likely not striking first, you know. For me, it's just this. To put it in a simpler term, Doctor Doom is a Mm -hmm. bad guy that it usually takes a big team up to defeat. Mm -hmm. And he's a bad guy that usually either successfully takes over the universe and or remakes the universe or very, very, like, within a hair's breadth, almost pulls it off. That's what Doctor Doom does on the daily. That's just who he is. (laughs) Um, he has a daily. Check he becomes like, a What's god. Every other storyline, like he's he's yeah. ridiculous. I again, I don't know Doctor Fate that well. By that well, I mean hardly at all. But if he's not on that level, like I just I'm, my money's going to go on Doom because mm-hmm. like Fate's by himself in this situation. Now, if it's Doom versus the Justice League, then yeah, Justice League's going to win because teams yeah, are what teams are going teams to. are what it takes to take down Doom. But a single person. Almost never takes down Doom. That's just not yeah. how it works. And then when that happens, too, I feel like that would be the Doom bot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, Dr. Fate would finally get the upper hand and he'd say, I finally got you, Doom. And then Doom would be like, do you? <laughs> yeah. Ripped off his own mask. I'm a like, robot. <laughs> Self-destruct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, well, what if he didn't have access to the Do you think to his Doom bots? Do mm-hmm. you think that actually does make a difference? I mean, yeah. Then it, it becomes mano e mano, and I think Doom still wins. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So, just yeah, maybe not as clean that, cut. Yeah. yeah. And then also, too, you're, you're right about, uh, like, him almost becoming a god. Like, <clears throat> it happens he, all the time. Yeah, it even says that. It even has a – there's even an issue where I think he siphoned or was able to get the power – the cosmic powers of the Silver Surfer. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like if he could do things like that. Oh, dude, that's, you know, that's it's, like, low on the totem pole of the crazy shit he's done. Didn't you say there was something to do with Thanos and and the? Uh... Oh yeah, there was a. Oh man, that was uh, Secret Wars 2015. Where uh, is it? The power cosmic that he gets his hands on. Either way, like there's an event called. Oh my gosh, now I'm confusing with the DC event. The DC event was called the Convergence, but the Marvel event was called a word very similar to Convergence, but it wasn't Convergence. Either way, the universe, the multiverse ended, but. Doctor Doom figured out a way to grab hold of the power cosmic right before it ended, and he managed to pull together pieces of the universe and reform a new universe under him as, like, Emperor of the World. Oh, Um, really? Yeah, and he has the powers of literally God. Like, he can undo anyone... In a, in a, with a single word, like he can, yeah. he's not quite omnipotent <clears throat> because he's, he's using so much of the power to keep everything together. But yeah, he becomes basically God of the universe and, um, and they have to take him down. And of course that's it's crazy. his own hubris that like, gets him yeah. caught up. But, and that's only like, I think in secret wars, number one, I forget, uh, what the power set is, but I, it's a power set of the, the, the in-betweener, I think is his name. Is it the in-betweener? No, it's a beyonder. So the Beyonder is this like universe ending level power guy, kind of like uh, Infinity or oh, really? the Living Tribunal or any of these super mega ultra powerful yeah. entities that um, that can create realities. Anyways, the Beyonder gets this idea of getting all the Marvel heroes and all the Marvel villains and putting them on a battle world, and whoever wins gets. Um, I think they're wish granted is the idea. And so, yeah, most of the heroes and villains play into it. Except for Doctor Doom, decides to build a machine on the spot to siphon the Beyonder's power into himself and then become a <laughs> god. And he does it. That's what he does. And he yeah. and he's successful. And um, 
I, it takes all the villains and all the heroes all together to, to take him out. Dang. But he successfully does that in like two days worth of work. You know what I mean? That's, that's Dr. Doom for you. You're right. I really do wish I, <laughs> I knew more about Dr. Fate because the more and more I'm hearing about this now, I, the more and more I'm thinking, Dr. Fate, you have no chance. You know what <laughs> right, I mean? Like, exactly. Like yeah. Dr. Fate is, your like, fate is sealed. Like Dr. Like, Doom figured it, out how to siphon the powers of like an inner, uh, dimensional god in like a few days. You like, know, that, that's just that, what he does. That brings him in a fact, you know, I wonder if he would be able to siphon the power from Dr. Fate. Um, you know yeah, I mean? well, like, I, mean, I mean, yeah, with enough time, sure. Yeah, um, yeah it would, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He would have to, like, yeah, not mid fight. Yeah, not, but, yeah, it um, wouldn't happen like, that quickly. But fun fact about Secret Wars, uh, the first one, the one where the Beyonder did all that, that's where Venom comes from. Like, oh, uh, really? Peter that's... Parker finds, uh, that, uh, uh, like, this weird black blob thing gets on him and turns the suit black and, for some reason, Peter just rolls with it. Mm-hmm. And he ends up taking that suit back to Earth. And that's where the Venice in me comes from, from Battle World of Secret Wars, the original. Oh, okay. See, yeah. I didn't, I didn't actually know that. Yeah. I never, I never read yeah. any of those comics. Yeah. Didn't also, too, uh, Doctor Doom do kind of the same thing with like, or did something with Galactus? Um, I'm sure he has that I don't remember, mm-hmm. but yeah. I would not be surprised if he, he, took all Galactus's power. That's what Doctor Doom does. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, if you are a godlike entity in the Marvel Universe, the person you need to stay the fuck away from is Doctor Doom because he's going to figure out how to take over your power. It's just what he does. That reminds me now, too, like, like when I said in um, The Wonderful World of Winterfell. Oh, yeah. What about it? <clears throat> in the Marvel in Universe? In that episode where I said, I, I, you know, one of the universes I live in is Marvel mm-hmm. Universe. Doctor Doctor Doom's living there, you know what I mean. And if he's, oh yeah, yeah. he's going to be doing that, like it's always going to be that constant thread of. I don't know. I think <clears throat> this is going to sound strange. If I had to live in the Marvel universe, I think, it, and I got to choose where I live. Mm-hmm. I think I might choose Latveria because really? the thing about oh, Doctor Doom is, yeah, he's a tyrant, like he is, and like also don't break the law in his country because they'll fucking kill you. But um, his people truly adore him and it's not weird dr doom brainwashing it's because like he takes care of his country he he, as a super genius he governs his his people optimally and benevolently because that's what he chooses to do um and his people love him they have a way higher standard living than anywhere else in the world they have better healthcare than anywhere else in the world they're wealthier like on average than anyone else any other country in the world it's because of the way dr doom runs them that's the thing about dr doom is he's a complete evil asshole but he has a god complex yeah and in his mind he's like i want to be a benevolent god like, yeah. I want you to kneel and do what I say, and I will love you. But you have to kneel and do what I say, or I won't love you. I'll kill you. Like, he's crazy, but, like, the safest place he can be it's might be Latveria. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm if I'm just my, the everyday schmuck that I am now, it's like, <laughs> I might just choose to live in Latveria if I have to come here. So Yeah, I did I did read, when I was reading stuff on, on uh, Dr. Doom, it did say that he he's not like your normal... Obviously, run of the mill villain, no. because he has a very strict sense of like honor. Mm-hmm. And one of the examples they give, yeah. yeah, was something about. I want to say it was Spider Man uh, saved him from from something, mm-hmm. and like he was going to kill Spider Man, mm-hmm. but then he actually let him go yeah. because he saved it. He was Doctor like, Doom's the well, de- the definition of lawful evil, and yes, yeah, exactly. like he will return favors. Well, it was, it was like with with Reed Richards' kid, like. Like a like a chaotic evil villain would have been like, no, you're my you're my uh, my enemy. Of course, yeah. I'm gonna let your kid die and your wife die and all that stuff. But like, there's a couple things at play here. Number one, Doctor Doom's always had a thing for Susan, so of course Susan's asking him, not Reed. He hates Reed, but yeah. if Susan's asking him, like. 
he his heart's going to go out to her about that. Number two, it's a kid. And Doctor yeah. Doom may be a super villain with a god complex, but, but he's not a fucking monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But the other thing, oh, another thing too is a great. I it was great. Um, it was a great opportunity to one up Reed Richards because number one, Reed Richards couldn't do it couldn't himself, do it and himself. number two was going to make Reed Richards indebted to him, which he loves. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, he's just he's the definition of lawful evil. He's he's the evil that you can reason with, but he's more dangerous for that fact. So with Reed's daughter. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, how does he treat her? I mean, like, do they even, like, does he actually... He basically even, like, treats her as if it was his daughter. She's basically a princess of Liberia. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like, so, like, they actually have stories where he's with her. And, like, oh, yeah. When like, he has to be Daddy Doom, it's hilarious. Like, he, Oh, really? Yeah, he's he's Uncle Doom to her. And, like, he treats her like the, the sun shines out of her ass. Like, he fucking dotes <laughs> on her. Really? And, like, spoils her. Like, oh, my yeah. God. Plus, she's a super genius. So, like... He's even more in love with this little girl because they can, like, talk about, like, high physics and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think Valeria is even smarter than both Reed and Dr. Doom. Like, or at least, like, she's smarter than they were at her age. Yeah. If that makes any sense. So, yeah. Man, I feel like this episode was more of a Dr. Doom episode. Yeah. Um, like, you know it I mean? might because not have it, been if you didn't choose Dr. Fate. Dr. Fate. I if know, you chose I, someone else. You know what? There, there was somebody that had... Uh, I think it was uh, on the last episode we were talking about with um, the Battle Royale with the Wizards. Uh-huh. And somebody was like, oh, nobody mentioned any of my other favorite, you know, Wizards. And one of them, I think they said, was Dr. Fate. And I started making it in my head. I was like, oh, you know what? That, maybe that would be interesting. Dr. Fate, Dr. Doom. I'm know? sure it would be. Like, if we knew more. <laughs> if we yeah. knew more. You know, that's one thing, guys. If you know more about Dr. Fate, let us know in the comments. Chime in. You know, maybe... Maybe there's points that you'll make that, you know, we're going to talk about in old news. Yeah, that's Or we true. could bring it back up. But, dude, could you imagine? And now it's time for old news. It's Will and Tom with old news. Will, I... Uh, remember back when we did, I think it was episode nine. It was called Clone Appetite. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was someone in our Discord. They mentioned the fact that there is a documentary. Uh, I believe it was on Hulu. If it wasn't on Hulu, it might be on Netflix. But anyways, you could look it up. It's a, it was a very good documentary. I, I've enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was very weird on what happened. And it's called Three Identical Strangers. Okay. Cause in the episode Clone Appetite, we talk about Clones, if you found out you had a clone. Right, right. Well, that's kind of what happens in this documentary, which was, you know, one guy starts, he starts a first year in college and everyone starts coming up to him, calling him like Eddie, you know, whatever it was. And they're, and they're like, you know, giving him hugs and mm-hmm. high fives. And one girl mm-hmm. even comes up and kisses him and says, oh, what? I'm, okay. I'm glad I already don't believe this story. I'm glad you're back, you know, like, <laughs> and, and he's like, what's, you know, what is this going on? This is the I'm way they tell Eddie. it, you know, I'm sure yeah, it this is. is the way they tell it. And, uh-huh. and, and then finally this Eddie guy's real actual, like close friend, mm-hmm. um, hears that Eddie's back and he's like, no, Eddie, Eddie was, he's not coming back to this college. Like what's going on? Sees him and is like, well, I thought, why are you back? And, but when he turns around, he notices, you know, it's like, you know, like, yeah, you, know, you can tell the difference. Yeah, yeah. Twin, you can tell the difference. And he really knows that this wasn't him. And he's like, Oh my God, I know someone that looks exactly like you, you mm-hmm. know, anyways, uh, spoiler alert alerts, but, um, you should go watch this, uh, documentary, but it has twists and turns in it. And I was very surprised that, you know, 
after the two twins find uh, find out about each other later it was printed out in the newspaper and they saw, and this guy's reading the newspaper and mm-hmm. or actually a friend of their third twin says hey look these two people look exactly like you so it's and, triplets. and they find out that they're triplets right yeah. come to find out you know the, uh, i'm going to fast forward a little bit but it's just really weird they wanted to know why did this happen right mm-hmm. and they're they're all their parents go to the to the same adoption agency, mm-hmm. and they're asking them why. Why did you do this? Mm-hmm. If you would have t- told me that these three children were were twins, I would have taken all three. Right? That's bullshit. No, the and, fuck they wouldn't have. That's the thing. Is like that's what they say. Mm-hmm. But the reason they probably. I'm sorry. I don't know how yeah. this ends. But like the reason they probably split them up was for the reason that they probably couldn't get them all adopted together. So that's what the the adoption agency told them, right? Yeah. The, the people running it. Yeah. So they that's what they told them. They said, "Well, we didn't think that uh, people would would be willing to take all three, so we separated them because it's easier to have to adopt one child than it is three. Right. But one of the parents, uh, the one that said I would have taken all three, they're, mm. they're very wealthy, sure. So they okay. they could have taken all yeah, three, yeah, sure. And that's what he said. The father said I would have, right? Yeah. So they leave. It's easy to say. Yeah, they leave, and when they come back, or they leave, and one of the parents forgot the umbrella. It was raining outside. Mm. When he comes back, he grabs the umbrella, but he hears like laughing in the other in the room they were just in. Yeah. And he peeks in the the door and he sees them like all around like laughing and like clinking champagne glasses as if they dodged a bullet and he was like that's weird why would they be acting like this right well comes to find out later this uh there was a scientist who was trying to find out the differences of nature versus nurture and they separated them on purpose just to figure out what what like who is this scientist who like what what where was the funding coming from how do you get an orphanage to do this so um i i don't remember the name i don't okay. remember the name on, on the documentary yeah. but they they show the, the doctor like uh-huh. he's dead now but like uh-huh. back then they were showing his research and it well they they actually can't get all of his research yet they they said they have released 10,000 pages of it mm-hmm. but only to these twins that were a part of the and it wasn't just these three mm-hmm. twins that happened And how did they people. continue to gather information after they left? So so what happened was um they thought it was funny too what right when they the, the news was all following these triplets right mm-hmm. and they're like wow you guys have so much similarities well what ended up happening was like yeah you know each one of them grew up in a household that had an older sister right that was also adopted right they're like that's weird so what ended up happening was that was planned by design, right? They when when these families because they adopted two children essentially, right? Mm-hmm. First was the daughter. Mm-hmm. The reason they did that was because they wanted to have someone in there that they they could like they would already meet these parents to know what their parenting style is like, right? Like because yet they had to go through like you know you have meetings after you adopt a child yeah, like they come yeah. out and they say. Well, what ended up happening then, now they know, okay, we want to pick these parents, these specific parents, if, you know, like to adopt the, uh, to adopt each one of these twins. So they would call them and say, Hey, we have a twin, or they didn't say twin. We have a boy, baby boy, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Are you interested in adopting? And they, they said yes. Mm-hmm. So they did. So and, um, I would imagine that these three sets of parents wouldn't be the only candidates. They probably had a lot more. Yeah, candidates. they did have a lot more candidates. But yeah, yeah, they weren't it's the just only. These three. are the three that took. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, these are the three that took. And then they were told, like, "Hey, you know, with the adoption of this boy, of this child, you're, uh, we're going to send out one of our 
whatever, one of our employees or blah, 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 like uh, one of our doctors or something like that, I forget mm-hmm. what it was. And we're going to, we want to record the effects of adopted children, right? That's what they told them. But that's what they actually did ever since from the, you know, first time they adopted them. Every, I think it was like every six months or so, they would come by and they would do psychological now, tests. I'm imagining <clears throat> all three of these people they had to live within a certain radius they lived within a hundred mile radius of each other that sounds risky as fuck like i'm not surprised they found each other i know and uh and and it was the same doctor that would go around to each three every six Mm -hmm. months and he would be and he would you know he would see the psychological effects to try to see if like oh yeah this one is uh acts just like the other one in this regard whatever it would maybe or like oh this is different like they these two act different on this or whatever reason Mm -hmm. you know recording all these things and the research never got published, and mm-hmm. the doctor ended up dying. And uh, yeah, of course it didn't get published. I'm pretty sure a lot of that uh, manipulation there wasn't legal. Yeah, exactly. So That's what I'm saying. It, this was yeah. like to me, this was like Hydra level shit. You know what I mean? I like, don't know about Hydra level. It seems like, stupid. It's like yeah, why would like, you? Why would you separate? Yeah. You know, and what like I mean? who was the doctor in relation to the orphanage? Like uh, he was, he, he ran the orphanage. I believe so. Yeah. Okay, that makes that more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how does this guy convince who's ever in charge of the orphanage yeah. to do oh, this? No, 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 no. It wasn't. It wasn't like that. So this dude he, was rich. Like yeah. I don't. Okay. And um, and then uh, not only that, but like certain things. The reason I say Hydra, like kind of level stuff. You mm-hmm. know, it's like in my head these were like. These are mad. This guy was a mad scientist. Like for yeah, you to go sure. and separate like biological twin triplets, mm-hmm. even twins, you know, right. like just to see like, oh, I just want to get this thing. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's diabolical. And now, like, granted, you they probably would have had to have split up anyways. Although the parents probably would have been no, you know. But told. but they yeah exactly that yeah. was their other main point. Where they're like, well, you sh- but you're supposed to tell us this type yeah, of information, exactly. and they didn't for obvious reasons, for nefarious reasons. Right. And the thing that I found was funny was like they found some of the people that were working in the orphanage during that time that mm. were a part of this research study, right. and they kind of like when they were answering these questions, <laughs> it was funny. One of them was an old lady. Now she's old. Mm. The Thick, it sounded like a European accent, like mm-hmm. a German accent. I was like, why does it have to be that accent? Oh, they she probably was, chose her uh, for you know that purpose. I mean? Yeah, I, I wonder if it was because she was like – and but the way she would answer these questions was she was like, I mean, it was – do you want me to just say, oops, we didn't do it? Like, like they, they were nonchalant about it. They, they I was were, surprised. They were you know? apathetic. Like, they were unempathetic. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was Interesting. just – I was just surprised. I mean – I'm kind of skipping through it. I'm not giving you all the facts and everything. It's hard to remember. It's like a two-hour documentary. You know, was, but, was there a lawsuit against the orphanage? What happened to the orphanage? Did it shut down? I believe it shut down now, but they were ran by a um, the Jewish Family Board or something like that. It was, so it was are named, they getting sued for yeah, negligence? They're, so, they're, so they tried to sue them, uh-huh. right? And But this, uh, whatever it's called, the Jewish Family Something Board or whatever, uh-huh. uh, has major ties in our government. I guess. And uh, when they tried to sue them, they don't know exactly what, I'm not sure exactly That's, what they said happened. It, the lawsuit got dropped. That doesn't so, make sense. That's not how that works. I don't know. That's what they said. Because the you can sue the government. People sue the fucking government all the time. Oh, no, government. no. I'm not saying that they weren't allowed to sue them. They did sue them. And then they dropped the lawsuit. Like, like oh, the, the people the, who the people. were suing them dropped yeah, the lawsuit? Dropped the, uh, well, either they dropped the lawsuit or it got kicked out of like 
the thing or you know the judges like said no you know what i mean like they, i don't know that all sounds suspect to me favor, granted i didn't see this documentary yeah, you should there's watch like it. 10 things i already don't believe about you, this you should watch it though like just get, you know i, what I mean, mean i'm not going to but, <laughs> but <laughs> so then you won't know yeah I, but i won't <laughs> <laughs> but no i thought it was very interesting i wanted to at least bring this up because uh you know in the discord whoever mentioned that to me i was i was uh happy to hear about it you know mm-hmm. what i mean because it, it was very it was very close to how I was saying for that episode. To your parameters. You know, to parameters. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's like, you know, you found out you have a clone. Boom. You know what right. I mean? Like, that's weird. It's essentially the same thing. Same thing. Yeah. There. So there were by like the twins. Right. Yeah. right. Triplets. And that has been Old News. And that is all we have for you tonight. We will continue to bring you up-to-date coverage as new imaginings develop. Please don't forget to leave an iTunes review, like, subscribe, and leave a comment. Remember you can follow us on YouTube and on Twitter at DCY Imagine. And if you would like to contact us or tell us what you are imagining, you can email us at dudecouldyouimagine at gmail.com. This has been Fritz Frivolous, and from all of us here at Dude Could You Imagine, keep on imagining. I felt like a complete zombie, and then I go back and listen, I'm like, wow, I sound fine. Mm-hmm.